One guest, 10 songs, 10 reasons. Music was my first love on Radio Glamorgan. My guest today is the Governor, former Chair of Hospital Radio Glamorgan, a post she held for 10 very productive years and currently co-host of Kutch Cafe, formerly known as the Celtic Gals, on a Thursday evening. And of course talking about Claire Sinclair and we'll hear from Claire after her first choice from the other Governor. Let, let a gentleman see just how nice a dame you can be. How are you doing Claire? I'm fine, Andrew. You're very, very welcome to Music Was My First Love. Tell me about your first choice from Frank Sinatra. You probably know it's from the musical Guys and Dolls. And for me, kind of kicking off this show uh, with a song from a musical is, is really appropriate because that's kind of the music that I was brought up in. My family were very much into musicals. Many of them were part of the Operatic Society. So doing shows like Oklahoma and, and shows like that. And then my sister, while she was at school, she got involved in the musicals that they would do once a year. And Guys and Dolls was, was one of them. So she had the part of Sister Sarah, one of the, one of the main parts. Uh, and of course, the, the movie of Guys and Dolls as well is a favourite of mine. But interestingly, that song that you played isn't sung in the movie by Frank Sinatra, who's in the movie. Right. It's, not, it's not actually his song. That's sung by Sky Masterston, who was Marlon Brando. So Frank Sinatra's obviously just doing it at a concert, yeah. the, the version that you played, and I thought he, he sang it really well. Marlon Brando, as you probably know, is not really that familiar. I've never like, heard, no. No, so he's not that great a singer. But so, so, so that song, Guys and Dolls, that song from Guys and Dolls, just means quite a lot to me. I, I saw Ewan McGregor perform that song when he, he did um, Guys and Dolls in the West End in 2005. So that with my sister, so that was that was quite you know meaningful as well. But I suppose for me, just that song is is kind of representing the importance of musicals in 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 my life. You've been a volunteer with Radio Glamorgan since 1996. Why and how did you get involved with Hospital Radio? I'd been doing volunteer work at Oxfam after I finished university, so I sort of had part-time jobs, waitressing, things like that. I couldn't really nail down any other job, so I did six months volunteering at Oxfam, doing events for Oxfam Week. And so at that point I met, I volunteered with another woman who was who started to talk about doing volunteering at Hospital Radio. I said, oh, well, that sounds like fun. So after we finished that volunteering, we started volunteering here and uh, just never turned back, really. She, she was around for a good few years and became a trustee um, before I did. She then went off and left uh, to do more event stuff. But yeah, so I suppose in some ways it was because a friend was getting involved and I thought, oh, that sounds quite good. Yeah, music, I'm really keen on music. I can't say with hand on heart that I thought an awful lot about that I was going to be, you know, hopefully making people feel better who were in the hospital feeling ill. Um, and I suppose that's just because it was, what did you say, 1996? Yeah. I was a lot younger and, and a little bit naive. But, I, I, you know, over the years, as you said, I've got involved as being a trustee secretary for many years and then chair for 10. And I'm much more aware now, and I think some of that is just age, about the power of music and how music can make you feel so much better. Your second choice of 10 is from the great Barry Manilow. Tell me about I Made It Through the Rain. Well, this is, this is again, quite a lot of my tracks that I'll, I'll play, it's not so much about the song, in some cases it is, but it's actually about the artist. Uh, again, Barry Manilow is an artist that was around in my youth quite a lot. My sister... Uh, I think probably was quite a big influence on me at the time as far as music is concerned. And I can remember she was, she was, she was revising for a French exam or something like that and so went round to my granddad's uh, house. He, he was a, 
um, a teacher in, in French, and I think he must have had the TV on, and so this would have been, I don't know, 70s, 80s, and there was a Barry Manilow concert on, sort of, you know, sort of 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. I remember her coming back just raving about this guy who was, you know, he was incredible, Mum, you know. So, of course, I think we had just got a turntable, you know, which was, oh, my God, a turntable. <laughs> uh, so we bought one of his albums, and since then, you know, he, you know, for the next few years, he was, he was a big influence. We had a lot of his albums. I've seen him a couple of times in concert. It was great. It was really lovely to go to see him in concert with my mum. You know, that was that was really good. But so this this song, like I say, could have been a number of his his, his songs. But actually, this one, if you listen to the lyrics, is really quite powerful about making it through the rain, coming out the other side. You know, and and I just think actually, in many periods of our life, you've just got to kind of try and stay strong and think actually, this will pass. This too will pass, and things will get better. I made it through. Was there music at home? Yeah, there was, although we didn't have a turntable for many years, and you know, so it was tapes and things like that. So yeah, I think music was was around a lot. Probably the radio mainly, Radio One, Radio Two. So there's there's four of us. Uh, so I've got two brothers and one sister. We used to put concerts on. So performing was kind of always our little thing as well. And because my dad was in Australia, we'd make him tapes, and I can remember singing sort of Edelweiss and things like that yeah. really <laughs> badly to him and send, <laughs> sending him the tapes. So yeah, mu- music was around, but um, none of us played musical instruments or anything like that, you know. And uh, home was in Scotland. So what what brought you to Wales? Well, again, my sister. Oh, wow. She's going to have to listen to this show. She wouldn't, she wouldn't, <laughs> she wouldn't realise she was such a big influence. I'd finished studying, doing an HND in legal studies up in Edinburgh, and then thought, well, what do I do now? She had moved down to Cardiff and started a family. She was a singer at the time, so she was in a band. And she said, oh, why don't you come down? So I came down to Cardiff, worked for a year, and then went to university and did my business degree at Cardiff University. And, yeah, so just stayed. She's, she's now back at home in Scotland with her four kids now. Right. But I stayed. She pulls you down here and then goes I off. I know, I know. <laughs> Dude, was this something I said? <laughs> so, Claire, Sinatra, Malino, mm. and now for your third choice, Streisand, what an opening lineup. Mm. Uh, you've chosen something from A Star Is Born. Yes. Now, you know, you're sort of saying was, was music sort of around in the house. It, yeah, because of, like I say, the musicals and things like that. But this film, A Star Is Born, the 1976 version with Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson, was massive in our house again my sister um, went to go see this with my mum she must have kind of sneaked in because I don't think she was probably old enough I remember her coming back just raving about this movie you you probably remember there's a couple of versions of this film there's yeah. a more recent one yeah. with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper but of course there's one even before that with Judy Garland which uh, and James Mason which I think is 1954 and that as well the soundtrack for that one is brilliant so They've been really lucky. All three versions of, of, of A Star is Born, the three versions of the films, have been very good. I only recently saw the Lady Gaga one. But for me, Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson, that is just... The chemistry between those two is just electric. And I think, from what I hear, on, on the set it was a little bit like that. No. But, uh, I mean, Barbara Streisand, again, I could have chosen many of her songs, lots of them just from this film alone, but she's got such an incredible back catalogue. She's still singing, isn't she? Yes, and, she is. And performing and, you know, just incredible. And I think, I, I don't know much about her, you know, sort of personally, but she, from what I pick up, she just seems like a really genuine, caring person. And oh, what a fabulous voice. Don't believe a word about things you've heard about asking. 
Classic Class third choice on this edition of Music Was My First Love of the Woman in the Moon from Barbara Streisand. Tell me about Kutch Cafe. Well, it's show that we've been doing, the kind of structure of that show we've been doing for about a year now. There's myself and uh, three other volunteers, uh, Helen Ward, Zoe O'Shea and Kers Ephraim. So we're a bit of a team show and that's one of the beauties of it, I think. And it's very much welcoming everybody to come and just sit down and have a, have a listen to the radio and I hope we'll, we'll keep them company for, for a couple of hours playing the tunes that they want. Got a couple of nice little features, all based around a cafe, really. And you do have cake. Because I've always been here. Always have cake. Always have a cake of the week. Usually chocolate. Excellent. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 just we try and make it a fun show, light relief, take you away from the stresses of the day because there are so many of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, again, just really going back to the power of music and the power of just chatting and listening to each other. So, like I say, there's a few of us in the studio, which I, you know, to me that. When I listen to the radio, I quite like that. It's quite difficult sometimes when it's just one person mm. sort of talking and just you know, music and things like that. I, I, I like a bit of a vibe in a show, so we try and create that kind of cafe atmosphere. Of course, like its predecessor, the Celtic Gals, mm. that Thursday show, and much like my other adventure, the Midweek Mix, has become, it's a perfect vehicle for new trainee volunteers, isn't it? Because you've got both sides of the, the desk. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we love new volunteers. So, yeah, tra- training up new people and then letting them go on to um, do other other things in, in Radio Glamorgan is... It's, it's a really nice thing to be involved with, to, to help people kind of see the benefits of volunteering um, and also the benefits of music and, and helping the patients. So, yeah, we're, we're really thrilled that we can help volunteers on the, on the beginning of their journey. Your next choice is from the best-selling music duo in history, selling an estimated 40 million records, uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates. Tell me about Kiss on My Lips. OK, so Kiss on My Lips, again, this is... I saw them, oh, I don't know when it would be, maybe... It must have been early 80s. I don't know if you remember, there was a programme called The Tube. Yes. And uh, it, it ran for, I think, about five years, 82 to... 87 or something so they would normally be on a Friday night the tube uh, I loved it it was always a little bit you know Jules Holland used to present it Polly Yates yeah. uh, Leslie Ash um, people like that so I always loved the vibe of the programme it was all live and bands singing live really live not not like Top of the Pots where they were miming at this point so yeah I loved the vibe of it but every so often they do some late night tubes you know so you'd maybe see people in concert and stuff like that and there was one time that they did Hollow Notes and I hadn't seen Hollow Notes before and I saw their their live um, sort of gig on, on it. And I was like, oh, my word, they're incredible. He was very cute as well, I have yeah. to say, which did help. So I then went on and bought, bought their Greatest Hits album and realised that actually a lot of their songs, I kind of knew they were on the radio quite a lot. They then went on and did Live Aid in 1985 from the Philadelphia Stadium. And I saw that performance. I just thought, oh, do you know what? I really, I, I love their vibe and, and their music. So... It's one of these tracks, again, I probably could have chosen many of their tracks. It's one that's on my running list. I like running to it as well, you know, and, and hearing them. And So, no, I think for me, Hollow Notes are, if, if you haven't heard much of the stuff, well, I suspect you probably have. You just might not know it's Hollow Notes. Hmm. Um, because I, I think they're, they are fairly big, aren't they, in, in the UK I, as well? Oh, yes. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, they're, again, they're still touring, so I'd, I'd love to catch them at some point. I haven't seen them yet, so they're on my list. They're on my to-do list. To-do list. Yes. <laughs> Choice Claire is a beautiful and I think underrated love song from Gloria Estefan and Anything for You. 
Yeah, I think this was a period in my life where I had started to buy albums, and again, I suspect I probably saw her on the on the tube and thought, oh, that's 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 a, she sounds like she's she's good. Let let me listen to more of her music. And and we didn't have the internet; we couldn't just listen to you know the odd little song. You had to go out and buy the buy the album, yeah. which I which I did. And um, I think it was her greatest hits at the at the time. There's a couple of songs on that that just really pull at your heart and uh, I, I was a teenager at the time you know love through my life love lost it and all that kind of stuff so going up to my bedroom and singing my heart out to this song is just a really clear memory of mine I, I mean if if you don't know the lyrics to this song it's it's anything for you then then look them up because they're really wonderful because although it is about losing your love it's also about saying you know don't forget I, I, I will always love you I do hope that you'll go on and meet somebody else but if that person ever hurts you I will still be there for you I'll still be your friend you know I've learned a lot from you all of that I just think the sentiment in the song is 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 sad but it's also you know strong in that actually this person's meant a lot to me they always will I won't forget that you know and you've always been part of my life but I'm, I'm you know we're now moving on to, to something else but I'll always be there for you you know I'd do anything for you I'd still do anything for you I'll play your game you hurt me through and through but you can have your my sixth song uh, which is Ian Brown and Fear F-E-A-R I chose it because I think it's a really clever song um, and I actually didn't realise this at the, at, the, at the time when I first heard it I randomly heard it on the radio and I think it was a, the sort of orchestral start to the song that I thought oh this is oh, this is right up my street I don't think I particularly knew who Ian Brown was he's, he's the lead singer in uh, Stone Roses and he's a bit of an idiot from where I can mm-hmm. see so I would never ordinarily have liked his music and I think that's that's again quite nice about music is is you know sometimes songs just resonate with you you don't need to know anything about the artist you know what their politics are where they what, what they've come from or, or whatever if if that song resonates with you on, on on a level then you know that's really important and this song and this song did so I remember then saying to a friend oh I, I heard the song by Ian Brown and it's called uh, Fear and he said oh yeah do you know it's it, it's actually every line of the song has has F-E-A-R in it so all the lyrics and I, I'm sure that there's a term for this in the English language you know it's a bit like poetry but there's probably a term for it so you know so he starts the first line of the song is for each a road so f-e-a-r and he goes on through the whole song doing that i just think that's incredibly clever yeah i hadn't realized i gotta listen to it again yeah yeah so and i I didn't like i say i think it was the orchestral start that that really sort of made me think oh i really like the song and i've I've just kind of gone on and it's it's been one of my go-to's just to listen to just because it's a big song i love the big sound of it like I say, Ian Brown, I can take her leave. I, I've, I've seen him since then live on stage and he was just a bit of an idiot. It, one, one of these, well, I think just one of these artists, you know, uh, if, if a song resonates with you, then go for it. Uh, you don't necessarily need to like their whole back catalogue. No. You know. It's plain to see, Claire, that over 24 years, Radio Glamorgan has become a very important part of your life and means a great deal to you. Is that why in 2009 you stepped up to the role of chair and stayed there for as long as you did? Uh, 
I suppose, I suppose part of it, I suppose also part of it that uh, nobody else was stepping up to be chair. I'd been secretary for, I don't know, at, at least eight years before that. Simon Field, who was chair before me, uh, was a close friend. I worked closely with him uh, while I was secretary and he was chair. So it seemed like a natural progression. I kind of knew the ropes. To be fair, I've been doing quite a lot of the work. It just kind of seemed a natural progression to kind of move on to, to be chair. And but ultimately, the same with many um, charities and, and volunteers, nobody nobody else was stepping up. And I thought, well, it's it's my time. I, I suppose I should. I also don't want to undervalue what I was getting from the experience myself. I mean, you know, throughout this time, I was I was working and still am at Cardiff University, and I'm sure lots of the skills that I learned while I was secretary and have went on to be chair, lots of the skills have helped me in my career. And and that for me is kind of the the, the the big thing about being involved in Radio Glamorgan, it's not it's not about the, the performing and doing a show. It's actually about all the the, the other nuances to, to being a volunteer and, and some of them, you know, one of those real benefits is actually the skills that you can develop, hmm. let alone the benefit that you're going to be giving patients and staff and to make them feel better, which is key to what we do, absolutely. But from a personal development point of view, you can really enhance and develop uh, new skills. And you're very proud of the ten years that you spent as chair. Uh, yes, <laughs> I am. Yes. That's that's the only answer I need. Thank you. Really? Uh, <laughs> tell us about your next choice from Coldplay. Again, I probably could have chosen many of their songs. I I, I love Coldplay. They've been uh, a big part of my life for the last few years. You know, many of their songs have resonated with me at different different times of of my life. I've seen them a good few times as well. They're a great live band. If you haven't seen them, then really do try and, and see them. Seen them in many different venues, smaller venues. I think I saw them in the early days when they played Newport to the big stadiums in London and, and in Cardiff as well. I remember the first time I saw them, Clocks, their song Clocks being a, a real showstopper because they use like a laser light and just, again, just the beginning of that song for me kind of like, oh, this is this is incredible. Again, just resonating with me, something about the musicality of it. I don't know if that's the right word, but something something about it that really resonated with me. But the song that I've actually chosen is A Sky Full of Stars, which I think kind of came out the time that his relationship was splitting up and things like that. And that whole album is very emotional, you know, but again, I just love the lyrics of, of of this song, and and for me, it's it was kind of top of top of the list when I had to choose a Coldplay song. the other reason for um, choosing that song A Sky Full of Stars is it's a, it's a real dancey number so you know when, when you're seeing them live you, as soon as it kind of gets the crescendo you know you're jumping up and down hands in the air just like you don't care it's also on my running track so again hear, hearing it there just now I was outdoors I was running I was by the lake and it was you know again it just makes me feel happy mm. it's quite a joyful song I actually haven't properly looked at the lyrics. It maybe isn't, but it feels, <laughs> to, it feels to me <laughs> like I, I want to bounce around and, uh, like I say, I associate it now with the outdoors and, and, and running, so it's great. We touched on this just before. We, we know that a lot of people, much like myself, want to get involved with Radio Good Morgan because they want to host their own radio show, but it doesn't take long, and I've found from the meet and greet sometimes it only takes about half an hour before they realise there's so much more to get out of it. So for you, Claire, what's, what's touched you most over the years? I suppose 
particularly during my time as chair where I was fortunate that I met all the volunteers, I knew them all and I often knew their story. Certainly a, a good few of them that I know how much RG and those hours in preparing their show, doing their show, being involved in fundraising meant to them. It was helping them through some really emotional roller coaster moments of life and and I think again it just kind of points at the power of music and and also also just being part of a community you know the, the volunteers here you know can be very supportive and things so I think being fortunate to help people through some tough times the, the volunteers that I know about but you know I have also seen patients leaving leaving requests we, we had one instance here when we were doing one of our shows where there was a husband texting us and emailing us because his wife was upstairs uh, giving birth and we were playing him music you know from their wedding and things like that and you know it was lovely he then emailed us after um to, to say the baby had been born what they called it and we, we cut we edited the show and sent it to him you know for me when, when you can see the impact that the the music is making on people's lives but like i say i i've seen it probably more firsthand with the volunteers and how much the experience of being a volunteer can help them through tough times and you would take that fan Am I take that fan? Yes, and I have. I have been for um, probably since they started. I mean, so I was probably a little bit older than, I, than most of their fans at the time. But again, some of their their tracks are just really bouncy. So I I saw them in the very pretty much early days when they played Cardiff. This is what used to be CIA. CIA, yeah, yeah. Um, which is now Motor Point. So I saw them as a five piece, and and you know me and my friends were kind of like, oh goodness, we're gonna take that. But it was a brilliant, a brilliant gig, and you know they've just gone on to do some brilliant songs. I, I've now seen them as a four piece. I I really like Robbie's voice as well. I mean, with Gary Barlow and the songs that he writes, you've, you and and the others. To be fair, you know some some of the the harmonies and things like that. They're they're a really great band. They've really sort of been through it all. The fact that they kind of split up they've come back together again are still having hits now i kind of wish they'd maybe just stop now but for, for me this one that we're, we're going to play the flood it starts off with robbie robbie's sort of singing the the, the, the main part of it but it, it was the the album 2010 kind of them getting back together as a five piece so again it's kind of quite you know warming to have the boys back together and it was lovely i saw i saw the the gig when they the, when they did the stadium sort of that year the year after i can't remember and they were a five piece again and actually my mom i took my mom there's quite a few of us from the family there from the family uh, and uh, it was great it was a really good gig so yes i i have been i don't know if it's trendy to say or not that no, i'm I a fan of that but uh, yeah no I, i'm i love choice Claire is from British electronica band Faithful and a song that I have to say is new to me God is a DJ. Faithless uh, I, I I think by this point in my life I had kind of I, I don't know because I, I, it's, it's interesting how you describe them what electronic I suppose they are but to me it's it's, it's dance it's you mm. know and singing and dancing <laughs> that's what I'm good at. Maybe I was confusing them with Faithful. Oh maybe <laughs> yes but no uh, I, I, for me this this Faithless all this music reminds me of going to festivals um, in the house share that I was in for many years a group of us would go to V Festival uh, I think roughly from about 97 to about 2001 we went five years in a row and Faithless were always there either in the dance tent or on the big stage as they kind of progressed up 
Maxi Jazz is is really engaging as a singer. This song in particular, it, it is a real kind of hold your hands in the air like you just don't care. I was at I was at the festival and two so two years running the Faithless played sort of late afternoon, so sun's shining, it's gorgeous, it's like you know July August time, and uh, I was dancing away, hands in the air, you know, whoa, Faithless, and this this girl who was just sort of one away said to me. You were here last year. I can remember you dancing to Faithless last year. Now, this is in a crowd of thousands and thousands wow. of people. And I thought, oh, wow. So I don't know if I just danced really badly. And uh, she recognised <laughs> it. But yeah, no, this is a song. If, if, uh, if you haven't heard it before, then I hope you enjoy it. For tonight. I know that uh, one particular song had to appear on your list, and as we arrive at your tenth and final choice, Claire, lo and behold, here it is. Yeah, it's um, Happy, which, I mean, even just the title, I mean, it's fabulous, isn't it? It's Happy by Pharrell Williams, and for, for a good few years, um, know, two, three years, we used to have it at the start of the Celtic Girls show, uh, and for me it was just a... You know, you'd kind of put that music on, and that was you getting into show mode. Uh, so yeah, it would make it would make me feel happy. It's one of those songs I would play, and just kind of puts you up a, a up a notch. That sometimes you kind of yeah, you want to you want to be actually. And I, th- I think that's again the power of music is. I've got songs that are my go-to to if I want to cry, and I've got songs that I put on if I want to have a good dance and feel happy, and this would definitely be one of them. I can't say, well, I can speak to the other Celtic crowds because I know by sort of year two that it was draining on them a little <laughs> bit. But for me, it, it remained it remained a, a favourite, and uh, also on Saturday mornings I do a dance class, you know, kind of a keep fit kind of dance class. And when he played this and showed us some dance moves and we incorporated it in, I was just like, oh my word, I, I love the song even more. So yeah, again. Dancing for me, and a lovely release, uh, and this is a great song to do it to. As we sit here in the John Will studio recording the show in February 2020, the next year, Claire, you'll be celebrating 25 years with RG. Obviously it means a great deal to you to having stuck around for so long. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I have learnt a lot. Um, I hope I've helped along the way, fellow volunteers, patients, staff to feel better playing, playing songs for them. But... You know, I have, I know I have benefited a, a lot from it, so uh, I'm very grateful for the opportunity. And last time uh, I interviewed you, which was when you stood down as chair, I asked you what during your tenure you were most proud of. So let me end by asking you this difficult question, I know, but what are your standout highlights of the last 24 years? Anything or things in particular? I think, again, probably just the people that I've met along the way. I mean, I'm very fortunate to, to have met some some lifelong friends you know so even even if i even if my journey with rg finishes i have lifelong friends that you know and that is just because i volunteered one day at rg and it's gone on and i've had a 25 year relationship with the charity i i hope it continues but like i say my takeaways will will definitely be the friends that i've i've met along the way for me that's that's the beauty of volunteering if it's something that you haven't done before you know don't don't be scared to give it a go because it's it can open up your world to meeting new people experiencing new things learning new skills and actually helping others you know, and, and I know that is the reason why a, a few volunteers get involved in RG is that they know people who have been in the hospital, who have listened to music, listened to RG and felt better about it. So the volunteers want to want to give something back. So they, they start to volunteer. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's been an important part of my life. 
Good to see you, Claire. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Andrew. Always a pleasure. Oh, I back at you. Listening to Music Was My First Love on Radio Glamorgan, where volunteer Claire Sinclair has been choosing ten of her favourite tracks. I'm Andrew Wolfe, and please join me again very soon when another Radio Glamorgan volunteer chooses ten of their favourite tracks on another edition of Music Was My First Love. <laughs>